welcome to the slightly different version of pretty much the same podcast, the SR4761, did I get that right, uh, podcast. I think that was the right number, I don't know. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to briefly recap uh, the first season of the SR4761 Man, if that's not the right number, I'm kind of embedding it in my brain through repetition, so that'll be bad. Um, But what was I saying? Uh, We're going to recap the first season uh, of the franchise and uh, and give everybody kind of a rundown of who's doing what here. Um, Only, I believe only one user team made the playoffs. The computer was the rest of them, uh, and the computer won the Super Bowl. It was the... Vikings, yeah, the Vikings winning over the Bills, uh, two teams that had been to four Super Bowls and lost them all uh, in NFL history, and the Vikings finally win one, so congratulations to all the computer players on the Vikings. Uh, But first, we're going to go through uh, how everybody kind of built their team. Uh, What's the strategy here? What's the philosophy behind building your team? through a fantasy draft, and um, I guess I want to start by briefly uh, giving a history of how people uh, ran their teams on the previous um, franchise that we did. So the Browns and the Patriots uh, had both played a little bit of Madden 20 uh, prior to the beginning of the franchise, and they both knew which players they wanted. They both went with rookies. Uh, They found rookies that had high upside, a lot of high athleticism, uh, and some other younger guys that weren't all rookies. Um, And it clearly worked out for them. A lot of those guys were uh, big-time players. So for the Patriots, um, the Patriots had an amazing draft and a really good early run in the franchise, um, going with Kyler Murray, Irv Smith at tight end, Nick Chubb at running back, Quentin Nelson, I believe he was a rookie on the previous game, uh, at left guard, you know, a dominant offensive lineman, uh, Ed Oliver on defense, he was a rookie, and I think I'm forgetting some of the others, Marquise Brown was a receiver that they got as a rookie, they got speed at receiver, really young guys that developed uh, at receiver, I think they had Terry McLaurin and, and Darius Slayton, and an athletic quarterback, uh, that was also a rookie, and he developed uh, Irv Smith, very fast tight end. So a lot of speed, a lot of youth for the Patriots. Uh, and they were also very, very good players, so that worked out well for them. Uh, and then when you got a young team like that, you got to learn which guys to sign and which guys to let go. And that was where the Patriots had trouble later. Uh, for the Browns, um, I, I really don't remember all of the guys they got. Uh, the big one was DK Metcalf who became the most unstoppable force in the league pretty quickly. A combination of size and speed and and physicality uh, made him really tough to deal with. And they got really fast linebackers uh, that they blitzed a lot with, got him a lot of sacks. Uh, So the philosophy there was also speed and youth uh, offensively. Really at the beginning, offensively, their philosophy was throw the ball to DK Metcalf, and then they diversified later. Um, so those were the philosophies there. Um, for the Panthers, 
gosh, I don't even remember their strategy. They may not have had one or what their philosophy was. I know pretty quickly they built up a great defense, but I don't think it was that way necessarily originally. Uh, they had a couple of uh, pretty good players and Michael Pierce on the defensive line and Tredavious White in the secondary. I think they got a good, a really blue-chip player on every level of their defense, and that was kind of where they started building. Um, the Chiefs uh, were the only team to completely ignore youth altogether. They went pretty old, really, at the beginning with guys like A.J. Green. And in the secondary, they had, I think, McCourty along with Harrison Smith. Um, and so they were good initially. Uh, it didn't last very long. But they also were going for the middle of the field. They controlled the middle of the field on both sides of the ball because they had two X-Factor safeties in McCourty and Smith. And uh, offensively, it was Kelsey and Christian McCaffrey. So those guys are going to be operating in the middle of the field quite often. Uh, so that was kind of the strategy for the Chiefs in the previous one. And then uh, the Packers tried to build on the line on both sides of the ball. Uh, Miles Garrett, at defensive line. Um, Zach Martin, Shaq Mason, a bunch of guys on the offensive line. They took offensive linemen earlier than pretty much everybody else. Uh, trying to build an offensive line and defensive line that could control games. And that's mixed results, uh, especially on a video game. Uh, so those were the philosophies uh, last time. So what did teams do this time? Um, let's see if we can, and I don't remember who got drafted um, and and where they got drafted. I don't think there's a record of that on here. And even if there was, it would be extremely tedious to go one pick by one pick, just pick by pick by pick through everybody's team. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to hit a couple of the important players they took and kind of where their emphasis seemed to be. Maybe not everybody seemed to have an emphasis. Maybe some teams were kind of directionless, uh, but that is also kind of a philosophy, I guess. Um, so going in alphabetical order, starting with the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals went with a lot of youth. Um, maybe wasn't necessarily the plan at the beginning, but as the draft went on, they took a lot of youth, and they started in the secondary, and they stayed in the secondary. Uh, so this team is really trying to be strong in the secondary to begin with, uh, put some uh, claws in that defense, um, and then uh, to add some teeth to that defense, they uh, got really good defensive linemen, Chase Young, Michael Pierce, uh, Montez Sweat, Chase Young was a, a trade, which we're going to talk about a little later. Um, so, and then kind of went light on the offense, and they'll they'll try to change their stripes. I'm just going to throw as many Tiger puns in as I can when I talk about the Bengals. Uh, they'll try to change their stripes on offense uh, in future years. So, defense, uh, particularly secondary, as the Bengals view the secondary as the place with uh, probably the least amount of talent. Certainly those are the most rare players if you get uh, good development traits there, which the Bengals did. Uh, by the end of the year, they've got an X-Factor and two superstars and two stars in their secondary. Um, so the Bengals looking to go with defense and secondary. Um, looking at the Chiefs, which are the next on the list, I think the Chiefs pretty much uh, used the same philosophy that they did 
uh, as they did in, in the last uh, franchise, except they went younger, which was smart. Um, it'll be more sustainable for the Chiefs, I would think. But uh, first pick, George Kittle, looking to just uh, load up the tight end with targets, play football in the middle of the field in the passing game. Uh, Aaron, their second best player, at least by overall rating, is Aaron Jones at running back. Um, so tight end and running back, again, important for the Chiefs. And uh, and then, you know, the rest of their top players, Tyler Lockett in there at receiver, that's good. Uh, and that's the only other kind of outside player. you got Vita Vea at defensive tackle, DeCastro at guard, and then you got two safeties, uh, Justin Reed and uh, Jabril Peppers. So, again, playing right down the middle of the field, building in the middle, worry about the edges later. Um, there are definitely a lot of NFL teams uh, that like to build their teams with that philosophy. So uh, that's kind of how the Chiefs are rolling. Uh, I do have Justin Herbert as a promising young quarterback, I think. Uh, that's pretty exciting there for the Chiefs. Uh, apparently really, really difficult to get breakout games for quarterbacks uh, in this version of Madden. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Herbert had a chance to advance to, I believe it was Superstar, and he had to get a certain yardage total and a certain touchdown total and not throw any interceptions. And, man, that just sounds really tough. Um, and it didn't work out there for Herbert. Uh, moving on to the Dolphins, I think this may be the team I have the hardest time telling what their plan is. Um, and, and some of us may have gone in with a plan and then just, oh, Players are going a lot faster than we thought. Uh, the guys that we thought we might get are gone. Uh, the Dolphins, I think everybody went pretty young. The Dolphins also went young. Uh, a couple of really young um, keystones for their team are going to be Brian Burns at defensive end, a speed rusher guy um, that's only 23 years old after the season. Um, and then on defense, Isaiah Simmons at safety. I think we all wanted him. Uh, the Dolphins got to him before the rest of us. Uh, 93 speed safety with linebacker size at 6'4", 238. Uh, those are going to be important players for them on defense. Uh, via trade, they later got Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I don't see a big-time identity on offense for the Dolphins. I believe the running back is, forgot his name, Breida, Matt Breida. Um, so they're looking for speed there. Uh, schematically, I'm not sure exactly what their plan is. Maybe just a whole bunch of read option. Uh, they also kind of did what the Packers did in the previous iteration. Uh, they went pretty heavy on offensive line. Uh, Wyatt Kelly and uh, Wyatt Teller and Ryan Kelly are two of their top players on the offensive line. Uh, defensive line, Derek Brown is a good player at defensive tackle. So Pretty strong on the line, of course the great quarterback, and then a couple of uh, outstanding young players on their defense. That's what the Dolphins are. Uh, that's where they're coming from this year. Uh, then to the Falcons. So the Falcons are a really interesting team this year. Started by pick, picking Tyreek Hill, get that speed. Uh, they got a lot of speed at receiver over the course of the draft. Um. And pretty young guys at receiver, too. Uh, but the rest of their roster uh, over the course of the draft 
they did not worry about youth as much as I think you would have expected. Uh, going with Drew Brees at quarterback, who retired one year in. Uh, they did get Hollywood Brown again this time. Brandon Ayuk at receiver, yeah. Receiver is young and fast and, and very promising for that team. Uh, the rest of the team is pretty old. They already had, I think, four players retired. Two of them were contributors, Breeze and I think McCourty was at safety. And then I can't remember who else, but they uh, had two other guys that were playing retire. Uh, Harrison Smith at safety is one of their best players. Brandon Brooks at center, one of their best players. Both of those guys are 32. Tyron Smith on the offensive line, he's 30. Uh, so this is the oldest team starting out, I would say. Um, they did get really good players uh, with that age. It's just a matter of how long do those guys hang on. Uh, I guess we'll have to see. Um, so it's a team that's built to win now, and they were the team that made the playoffs, so they did win now. In fact, Drew Brees won the MVP, but he retired, and a lot of these guys are going to be kind of close behind him. So the identity of this team, I think, is yet to be determined. Uh, they're going to have to figure it out as they go. They're going to have to keep acquiring people uh, to put together a good team. Uh, one really great player in this mix, Devin White, 90 overall middle linebacker, 23 years old, 92 speed. Uh, that guy is a nice guy to build around on the defense, along with 24-year-old uh, Deron Payne, who's a 92 overall player. So they do have some good young players. They just got to be able to replace the older ones that they took in the draft. Uh, and then they'll be fine. Uh, following that up, you got the 49ers. And the 49ers went with DeAndre Hopkins with their first pick. I like it. They got uh, Justin Jefferson later in the draft. I like that. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire says some uh, really young skill guys to go with Hopkins and kind of learn from him. Um, from there, uh, the defense, I'd say, is kind of middling uh, just because... Their best guys are not high development trait guys, and not all of them are in a good age range. Uh, but they did get uh, a player I really like. They got Josh Allen via trade, and I think that's the key to their team there, is using his legs a little bit and using that arm strength, getting weapons for him. Um, I think that team will be built around Josh Allen entirely. Uh, they're pretty light on defensive talent. They're going to need to add some talent there. Uh, as far as what their philosophy was when they were drafting their goal, uh, I don't think I can really tell you. Um, but I like the top-end talent, and, and I like some of the young pieces. Again, I, I really like Josh Allen uh, in real life and on this game. Uh, so then the last team to go over is football team. And if you're going, <laughs> if you're going alphabetically uh, through the teams... You would think they would be after the 49ers. Uh, no, they're down in the... They're between R and S. They're between the Ravens and the Saints, which... Okay, that's that's where Redskins would have been. So that's why they're there. <laughs> well, yeah. So the Reds... The, 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 yeah, I'm, I'll call them the Redskins. I don't care. Um, they are... This team <laughs> is... No team more perfectly uh, kind of encapsulates or represents uh, the area in which it plays uh, because 
They decided to change their name, fine. Um, but then they couldn't make a decision on what the name change was going to be. And, and so what do they do? Put it out to the public. Hey, what do you guys like? We got to make sure everybody likes what we pick. We, you know, we get, we can't have anybody be mad at us about what we pick instead of just picking a name. So they put out a bunch of potential names and somebody goes and buys the trademarks for all of them. And so then they're stuck not being able to, uh, pick a name. So, uh, just like a government program, they just stay with the placeholder that they put in place that was supposed to be temporary. Um, it's just so perfect for Washington. And they're saying, well, we'll come back and uh, we'll come up with a solution later. So the, <laughs> so the, <laughs> the uh, really half-baked solution to what was a fairly minor problem uh, becomes a permanent solution that nobody likes. Uh, so yeah, they perfect, perfectly represent where they play. Uh, this team, I think, oh yeah, we're talking about rosters. Uh, this team, I think, has the best roster out of all of the user teams. Uh, it's set up well. I think they got really good steals in the draft, um, really good youth, and, and I think it's going to be a pretty scary team. So really built around tremendous weapons, uh, DK Metcalf at receiver, Henry Ruggs at receiver. Uh, those guys developed well over the course of the year. Noah Fant at tight end, really fast tight end. Uh, you know, Ruggs is the second fast receiver, second fastest receiver on the game. Uh, Metcalf's very fast and very big and very strong. Uh, Ed Oliver at defensive tackle is pretty good player. I don't think he's gonna be quite the dominant monster he was uh, on twenty, just because he's not quite starting at that rookie, that really high rookie floor that he started at on Madden twenty. But he's still gonna be. Really, really good player. Devin DuVarnay is the third uh, uh, superstar receiver for this team. So lots and lots of weapons. Rokon Smith at middle linebacker was probably my steal of the draft. I don't remember what round he was taken in, but uh, he should have been taken at least a round earlier than he was. Tristan Wirfs at left tackle is a 91 overall, and he's 22 years old. Uh, so some really good young players there for the uh, Washington football team. And, uh, yeah, that top talent is going to get most of their money here in a few years. Um, but they're also set up with, I believe the first overall pick and the fourth overall pick. So this team's in good shape. Uh, their philosophy was speed weapons and then, uh, you know, get the youngest, highest rated guys you can and they did a good job of that. So that's where we sit right now as far as how teams are constructed and what the philosophies were. We'll see if people have kind of defined philosophies on how they want to handle their teams moving forward, because uh, that's just as important as your philosophy drafting. Uh, we'll see who does it well and who doesn't. All right, so the season that we just completed, the I guess it was the 2020 season, wasn't it? That kind of feels weird being in uh, spring of 2021. Um, but the season we just completed, uh, like I said earlier, the Vikings, oh, let me look at the league history. The Vikings beat the Bills, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Vikings beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. 
uh, as far as um, any interesting awards, Drew Brees won the MVP and then retired. Uh, defensive player of the year for the football team was Rokon Smith uh, as a rookie. Or no, not a rookie. I think he's a second-year guy. Um, but that's a, that's a big deal for them. He'll be developing very quickly. And he'll be a monster in the NFC. So good luck with good luck with uh, that team, NFC guys. Um, so the most interesting things, uh, not a lot interesting. I think most of us finished last in our divisions. Um, missed the playoffs. The Falcons uh, made the playoffs and won a, I believe, a wild card game. Uh, so pretty successful season there for the Falcons. Um, 49ers, I think, got them close to the number one pick, maybe number two pick. Oh, but they traded it away. So uh, the real interesting thing here was the trades. Um, this was fun. We've never had uh, the crazy trading like this uh, quite to this level. Uh, I think several of the users said, hey, this is the first time, or this is one of the few times that my team is going to have a high draft pick uh, naturally. So I have a good trading chip here to try and go get one of the very rare players uh, on the game. And so that's exactly what happened. And I'm not going to cover all the trades, but of course the big one was uh, the Dolphins trading two firsts uh, this year's and next year's along with a, I think it was Shaq Mason, like a high 80s, maybe mid-80s offensive lineman, uh, to get Lamar Jackson, and that's going to be a transformational pick for their team, most likely. Um, they are, I believe they traded for some offensive linemen later, so they're kind of without draft picks at this point for two years, uh, but they did get the talent they wanted there. Uh, and that was uh, followed by the Bengals, um, trading for somebody that they knew the Dolphins had high interest in, uh, trading two first-round picks and getting Chase Young, the generational pass rusher, uh, great speed rusher, uh, and adding uh, more ferocity to that pass rush. Uh, really trying, uh, I've already used claws, I've already used teeth, I've already used stripes. Uh, trying to to really terrify people by growling at them. No, that doesn't work. Anyway, they improved their pass rush, uh, trying to build through the defense there for the Bengals. Um, and then another big trade, the 49ers uh, trading, I'm not sure exactly what they gave up, is at least a first, I think it was a first and a second, to get Josh Allen, a uh, big, strong quarterback that can also run well. He's got a huge arm. I believe he's a superstar development trait, at least at this point he is. Uh, that's a big deal for them. Uh, they'll build around him. Uh, he's the key to that team now. So those were the big trades. Uh, people giving up a lot, uh, particularly in draft assets, uh, to go get big-time players uh, for a couple teams, go get quarterbacks. Uh, and then there were some other uh, little trading deals going on. I think the the Washington made a lot of a lot of trades. None of them were real huge. Here at the end of the year, they traded for high draft picks, uh, and that's going to be the big impact from their trading. I know 
during the season, they traded for Ben Roethlisberger and then traded him away again. And I think they traded him back to the same team that they'd gotten him from. So that was pretty funny uh, to watch that happen. Um, of course, Roethlisberger's family wasn't very thrilled with moving around all over the place like that. But, uh, you know, Washington doesn't care. So uh, that's kind of what happened this year. Uh, I've already talked about everybody's rosters. I think Washington is in a really good position going forward. Um, and I think uh, Cincinnati uh, and the Dolphins are kind of in an arms race here. Uh, the Chiefs didn't seem interested in making big trades to make that happen. So maybe they're a steady as she goes kind of thing and they can hang in there. Uh, or maybe those other two teams are just going to leave them behind in this arms race, but uh, it'll be fun to watch and see what happens there. And then, yeah, right now in the NFC, I think the football team and the Falcons, uh, I think they're kind of, kind of butt heads maybe once or twice as the football team ascends and the Falcons age and descend a little bit. And hopefully uh, the Niners can develop around their quarterback and catch up a little bit there. I think that's where we we are right now. Hopefully the rest of us, or all of us, can get a little better going against the uh, all-Madden computer and start developing our players. Um, That would make things more exciting. If not, it's going to be... I I do kind of enjoy watching everybody play against the computer and have it look like a real, real ish football game um, and not see, you know, us kicking onside kicks after every score so we can try to get to 100 points. Um, I don't know if that'll last or not, but we'll see what happens. So I'm looking forward to the next year. Uh, I want to play more games. You know, I like competing, should be fun. And, uh, We've got our draft coming up, so remember, everybody's going to get draft grades on how they did during the draft. And those draft grades, uh, just like real draft grades in the real NFL, are vitally important. And they uh, tell you really what your worth is as a uh, GM and as a person. So look forward to that uh, very soon in the future. Thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. (music) 